Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I want to talk to you about your self-care routine. As an entrepreneur, it's really easy to get into burnout and anxiety and a bunch of other mental and perhaps physical ailments. But in today's episode, we're going to come up with some really practical ideas that will help you prevent And if you are in the midst of a physical or emotional crisis, get out of your ailments. You're going to get all these resources coming to you after this short break. Hey there, and we're back. But before we dive into today's episode, I would like to thank those of you who have been listening for the very first time, as well as those who have been listening for multiple episodes. Thank you for spending your time with me. I know there's a whole bunch of other places you could be. Thank you very much for being with me. If you like the content that you have been listening to, be sure to write me a review and I would love to send you a little gift, a little token of appreciation. Make sure that you email me at hello at deniseglee.com. I'd like to send you something and be sure to follow me on LinkedIn or on Twitter. My handle was always Denise G. Lee. And be sure to reach me at denisegelee.com for articles, tips, and tricks, and everything else you need to grow your service-based business and personal brand. Okay. When I thought about today's episode, I was going through a bunch of, kicking around a bunch of ideas in my mind. And I really wanted to settle in on the topic of self-care because that's definitely something that is discussed about within the entrepreneurial circles, but I don't think a lot of us really understand the huge importance of it because I know we live in this hustle, hustle culture where everyone's just trying to work so many hours out of the day to try to build their name and to make more sales and to obviously expand their reach. But in the process of all this hustle and bustle of trying to get your name out there and make the sale and obviously grow your clout, it can make a tremendous toll emotionally on you. About a month or so ago, I myself was just going through a really dark emotional period where there were certain things that were going on in my business that I didn't like. And instead of taking that time off and writing and talking about it with my coach and my support network, I went double down hard more on my business, more on my offerings, more on my email messages, more on everything else. And instead of trying to heal emotionally through what was going on, I, in fact, made things worse. Can you relate? Can you identify a time in your business where you knew there was something off and instead of just taking that pause button, instead of just sitting by the sidelines, sitting on that bench just for a moment, we feel that we need to just work even harder? Well, if that's the case, you're not alone. I think all entrepreneurs at some point think we're invincible and that we can weather through all these emotional highs and lows. But if we're not careful about tending toward our emotional health, it obviously can lead to so many problems, not just our business, but with our families and our loved ones and 
In fact, the people, the same people that we want to serve, is impacted because we might come off grouchy or say things that are insensitive, or in, in some cases, not even paying attention to how our words and our actions are impacting others. Self care is so important, and not just helps us to make the right decisions on our business. It helps us to prioritize the things that matter most in our personal life as well. If we know we're focusing on the right things at the right times, we can have that harmony in our personal and professional life and we can advance further faster. Do not be mistaken and think that the people that you believe are famous or they're making a lot of money or whatever that symbol of success means to you came at the expense of some type of sacrifice on their part. And part of that sacrifice means that they had to take that step back and take care of themselves. With that all being said, I hope I kind of laid the groundwork to explain about why it's so important for us to take care of ourselves, mind, body, and soul. And I want to talk with you in those three categories, mind, body, and soul, because oftentimes we think our self-care is just going for a walk or journaling, but it goes so much beyond that. And I'm hoping that as you're listening, you can write down certain things that you know that you can do to take care of yourself in those three main categories, mind, body, and soul. And when I say soul, I mean emotional health, okay? The first thing that you can do, uh, we're going to talk about our mental health because our mental health is the doorway to basically everything that we do, the offers we make, the people we communicate with, how we communicate. If our mind isn't straight, we can go down a rabbit hole of a lot of confusion and chaos. So that's why we need to do a lot of work on our mental just as much as our physical and our our emotional health as well. Okay. Now, what I like to do personally for my own emotional health is I love to journal. Before I go to sleep, I take out a journal and my pen and I just empty out all the things that bothered me and stressed me out. And it doesn't necessarily have to be with my business. It has to be just with everything that just caused me frustration because if we're not careful, we can ruminate with all those ideas spinning in our mind overnight and it can disrupt our sleep. It can disrupt how energized we are the following day. What I like to do is I like to talk about a a few categories. I want to talk about how did I feel today on average? What was I happy about? What was my low moment about? What key activities did I get accomplished? Where did I feel that I could have stepped up? Who have I helped? What's going right in my life? What can I do differently today? This is just one of many ways you can journal. It's not so much a recap of your day, right? This is about you understanding deeply about your state of affairs mentally and putting pen to paper. And oftentimes when we do that, this is the process of just sitting down calmly 
with nothing distracting. The TV's not on. No kids are screaming around you. There's nothing going on. It's just you and your thoughts and a pen and a paper. By the process of writing down those ideas, you might have some new insights into new perspectives that you didn't quite consider in the midst of it. I think about a situation I had with a person in a specific dynamic where they were very upset about something that I said and I thought I was responding appropriately, but in fact, they just were more incensed with it. And I was very emotional because here I thought I was coming with a really great intentions about responding to this person about this particular situation. And it just got all weird and messy. And I couldn't think straight for the rest of the day. And I didn't want to go to bed angry. I didn't want to go to bed upset thinking about it. And in the process of writing things down and journaling about it, I realized that the reason I was so upset and so wound up was because I was trying to people please. I was trying to overcompensate. I was trying to take personal responsibility for how someone was feeling. Do you see how that all kind of works out when you're journaling and you're writing things down? It helps you to give you that sense of clarity that you can't do in the midst of the storm. Now, I have a caveat. I have a something that I want to mention to you while I'm here on this subject. Oftentimes, if we obsess over certain details or certain issues that come in our lives over and over and over, our, if we're not careful, our brains have a funny way of blowing things out of proportion. So the whole purpose of the journaling is not necessarily to ruminate. The whole purpose of the the journal is not to, say, obsess over the person, place, or thing, or the issue. The whole purpose of the journaling is to get that clarity, to get that insight, to think about other aspects. And that's why I mentioned earlier about making intentional questions as you journal and just not just free write. How did this situation impact me? Why did the situation impact? Could I have done better? Who was ignored or what could I have said differently? There are no right or wrongs. These journaling exercises help us to attain that clarity. That's some of the work that I do in Amazing Attitude. If you go on denisegelee.com and get closer, Amazing Attitude, I go into a lot more intentionally journaling exercise. And this whole process of writing things down, you it helps clear your mind. I truly believe in the power of intentionally journaling. All of my clients, we work through these exercises, work, we work through these drills because a part of our self-care routine is having a great clarity about ourselves, a greater in, introspection about how we interact with others. And I hope that you will take this initiative yourself and seek solutions that help you to be more honest with yourself and more honest with the situations and things that happen to you. Let's continue our talk about self-care, specifically about emotional self-care. One of the things that I enjoy deeply is I like to do breathing exercises. I like to do intentional breathing where my eyes are closed and again, there's nothing around me. Or if I choose to have some ambient noise, I have these fake like sounds on my phone where it's like the sound of the fireplace or water. You can literally go on the app store. It doesn't matter if it's Android or uh, Google Play or Twi- uh, what's the other one I'm thinking to myself, Apple Store and or the App Store rather. You can download these ambient noises and then while you're in, listening to the music or while you're like you're in the midst of hearing whatever noises that's coming up 
And you can just intentionally breathe in and just fill your lungs up with as much oxygen and slowly exhale and just feel everything emptied out. And that whole process obviously helps you clear out your mind, but it helps you lower your blood pressure, helps you reduce your resting heart rate. It helps you to, for a moment, put a pause in all the insanity that's going around you and all the madness. So often we were people are ambitious. If you're an entrepreneur, you've got 5,000 things that you want to do and you're, and you want them done like yesterday. And through that whole process of breathing and having that mindfulness, and I'm talking a little about one minute, two minutes a day. I'm not talking about like a 20 minute session. I'm talking about before you, as soon as you wake up or perhaps before dinner or whenever you can just squeeze that time where you turn off your phone or if you have that phone, you have that ambient muse playing, everything else is shut down. You don't have your Twitter up or your LinkedIn up or whatever social media app is up. You silence the notifications and then you're breathing and you're not, you're intentionally not thinking about anything. And in those moments of clearing your mind, it's almost if you're supercharging yourself because Oftentimes, all the junk and the crap that we're thinking about has a funny way of adding static and adding noise in our mind. But the process of clearing our mind out helps us to focus and help us to think more fully, more clearly, more intentionally. I want to challenge you to do that if you haven't considered those types of mindfulness exercises. Another mindful exercise that you can do is you can do adult coloring books or free art. I personally, I have a series of adult coloring books. (laughs) I do. And they're very abstract things where you kind of fill fill in these little spaces. And that whole process is not designed for me to create some work of art. I'm not going to create the Starry Night part two <laughs> or some Andy Warhol thing or whatever artist that comes to your mind. The whole purpose of this the coloring takes our mind away from everything else that we're thinking about and gives us that focus about right there in that moment, how do we want to color the scene? How do we want to decorate? And you can also do the exact same thing if you do knitting or you are a painter or find something. I don't care what it is. Or perhaps you're a builder. Perhaps you want to go out into your shed and work on your craft. Or maybe you want to weld something. I don't care. You do what you feel like you need to do that is creative. I do not believe that anyone who's an entrepreneur does not have a other side of them that's totally creative and is completely unrelated to their craft or their discipline or what they're doing for a living. I am not selling my colored uh, sketches to anyone and I don't intend to do it because that's not the point of it. The whole point of doing this type of art is allowing my mind to just take a pause, a breather from all the other crap that I have to deal with, with my family or my business and everything else and friends included. This whole coronavirus, I, I'm recording this in May 2021, so if anyone goes back in time and listen to this, this whole coronavirus business, this whole pandemic forced us to go inside. And for a lot of us, we wanted to go inside and distract ourselves. But what we need to do is go inside ourselves and find those moments where we can pause and breathe and 
let our imagination go wild. And I truly believe that if we're intentional about exploring the different parts of ourselves, we can gain greater clarity and other aspects of our life. I don't want to sit here and talk too much about the physical ways of self-care. Obviously, we can stretch, we can meditate, we can go for a bike ride or whatever form of exercise to jour that suits you. But I will say this, and because I've noticed this for entrepreneurs, is that as entrepreneurs, we want to pull out all the stops. We want to work really hard and not just how we do our business, but how we do our personal lives. And we try to compete with ourselves in terms of our exercise goal and terms of our fitness goal in terms of our weight loss goals. And I do not want you to make an idol of it. It is very easy and it's very tempting as an entrepreneur that, yeah, you work hard, you play hard, you exercise hard, but everything is comes to a point where it becomes an obsession. When I say obsession, it becomes to, I think about this one particular woman where she weighed herself morning, noon, and night. She recorded every single caloric thing that she ate. She was very intentional about pushing herself to a certain number of calories burned per exercise. And she wasn't even an athlete. She wasn't competing. She was an accountant, to be honest with you. And the whole process of just being very obsessed about her health, health, her fitness was was in an effort to distract herself from all the things that she was going on in her personal life. I don't want that happening to you. I don't want you to be so obsessed about reaching certain targets within your exercise that you lose the even joy and passion of it. So when you're exercising, you're doing it because you truly love the act of the ride or the act of the, the physical activity that you're doing. For example, I right now I've been doing a lot of bike rides. My husband bought me a bike a couple of months ago and I live near a rural community and I hop on my bike and I listen to an audio tape. I'm always listening to something on the audio tape and sometimes I don't listen, but It allows me to look at the sky and I look at the clouds and I feel the wind pressing against my skin. And I look at the horses. I live near a community where several homeowners have horses on their property and I'm absorbing all the stuff that's around me in the environment. I'm not necessarily focused on how fast am I going? How long, how, how long have I been out there? Where have I gone? I'm just enjoying the moment. Look, right now that you're having with me, I'm hoping you're not distracted. I'm hoping that you're not thinking about 5,000 other things in our in your life because if we're focused on just that present moment, just that soul activity and nothing else, I assure you, you will, and in my case, I'm explaining, you will bike faster and farther. You will be able to attain your goals because you're enjoying the process, not necessarily the the main activity goal could be how long or fast or time. Yes, of course, we want to always improve, but I don't want you keeping such intense score with how you try to exercise that you lose total focus of the whole purpose of it is stress relief. We don't want to create stress in the activities that cause us, uh, that are supposed to cause us uh, stress relief. Now, I want to obviously suggest that part of your mental health routine is to read books. 
I love reading fiction as well as nonfiction. In fact, some of the best content ideas I've had have been birthed from reading nonfiction books because when I'm stepping into the life of somebody else, I'm not thinking about necessarily my offer funnel or all the sales uh, techniques and stuff like that. Obviously, I do read those books as well. But when I'm reading non, when I'm reading fiction, I'm stepping into a whole new world and my imagination expands and I'm able to think about other ideas that I haven't considered. I'm encouraging you to read things that are not necessarily geared towards your work, things that are not necessarily geared towards your main form of income. I want you to have a sense of curiosity with other ideas and other aspects that you haven't considered. And the only way to do that is if you kind of explore and meander around certain things. One of the things that I've been kind of curious about is reading more science fiction books. And the reason why I'm saying this is because I don't read science fiction books. I've never been that kind of a person. But I am interested in reading a Dune book, for example. I'm interested in reading things that are not something that I normally read because as an entrepreneur, we need to keep staying flexible, keep being nimble, keep being inquisitive. And when we're exploring things that we normally don't, we're getting new ideas. Now let's pivot and talk about your space, specifically your workspace, because that's part of our self-care routine. And it's not exactly spoken about. When you're working in a messy, chaotic environment, meaning that there's books everywhere and you can't figure out in the next 10 seconds or so where your pen or your paper or, or your writing utensils and all the stuff is kind of thrown all over the place or perhaps like you have a bunch of laundry in your workroom or basically a lot of clutter around. It has a negative impact on your brain. Believe it or not, that clutter has a way of impacting how you're viewing certain things around you. Part of your self-care routine must be making a routine about tidying up your spots, cleaning up the clutter, throwing away other things. Do not wait until like every every quarter or every month or something to clean up stuff. Always take stock of what's around you and eliminate, throw away, and minimize, simplify. That is not just limited to your physical space. It could be your online space too. It can be with your files on your computer. It could be also with your social media accounts. Perhaps you've got a whole bunch of social media accounts that you're not even active on. Perhaps you need to close down an account or two. Perhaps you need to unsubscribe from certain things. Not me, obviously. You want to still stick with me. (laughs) You want to basically keep in the things that help you enhance, improve, and give you more productivity. And you want to slowly discard the things that aren't adding value. If anything, I believe this whole pandemic has taught us is that we need to be more mindfully aware of our environment and our space and optimizing everything that we have around us so that we can be more productive. 
take that time. I don't care if it's once a week, once a day. Look at your space. Look at everything you're doing physically as well as electronically and think about what you need and what you don't need and hit that delete button. Hit the trash button. Hit the close button. Hit the unsubscribe button. Make sure that you are mindful of your physical as well as your emotional environment in order for you to fully be present and fully work to your maximum capacity. I truly believe that in order for us to be really dynamic and confident and productive entrepreneurs, we need to focus on our mind, our body, our soul, and how we interact with it and making sure that we give that space, give that energy so that we can work more productively, work in a way that feels pleasing for us. There's no reason for us to work and operate in chaos. If you're working and operating in chaos, that means that there's something that is is funky. It could be your physical environment, your mental environment, your online environment, whatever. Just clean it up. Don't make excuses for yourself. If you need to schedule half a day or an hour a day or whatever you need to make that part of your routine that you're constantly cleaning up and organizing. Now, just to recap, just some high-level things I want to recap for our, that, our time that we have with one another. Take the time to nourish your body, your soul, okay? Read a book. Find an exercise that you like. Don't be obsessed about the exercise that you're doing. Make sure that you're constantly taking inventory about the things that you're doing. Take that time off. I mentioned journaling, making intentional journaling exercises. And then I also talked about improving your physical, mental space. Okay, making sure that you're not clouding up your your environment with things that aren't necessary. Was there a tip that you really like? Let me know. Tell me on socials. Tell me on Twitter. Tell me on LinkedIn. I'd love to dive a little bit more into that because I know that part of growing as an entrepreneur is for us to continue talking and continue learning and sharing. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. I'm hoping that you really got a lot of value from this conversation. And with that, take care and be awesome.